0: Good Risings, I'm Annette Luna, and this is Single Serving. Yesterday, we wrapped up the cephalic phase of digestion. All functions that take place in the brain and the mouth. We've moved through taking in the aromas of our food to taking our first bite. We've chewed each bite 15 to 30 times until we have a paste or a thick liquid. We've swallowed and the food has found its way into our stomach where the gastric phase or the second phase of digestion takes place. Once the bolus enters the stomach, we have entered the second phase, the gastric phase. It includes all digestive processes that happen in the stomach. As we chew and swallow food, our stomach begins to expand. This expansion, along with the presence of protein in the bolus, leads to the release of the hormone gastrin. Remember, starchy carbs and certain fats have already started to break down during the cephalic phase, thanks to enzymes in our saliva. Well, now we begin the breakdown of our third macronutrient, dietary protein. Our stomach is such an incredible organ, responsible for so many steps in the digestive process, from further disinfecting our food to breaking down proteins. The stomach must reach a high acidity to perform its job well. The presence of gastrin triggers the release of hydrochloric acid, which drives the acidity up. So what can we do to best support digestive function in the gastric phase? We need to ensure that we're producing enough stomach acid. Before we even discuss stomach-level support for HCL, remember that digestion is a north-to-south process. Therefore, we must start with the brain and the mouth before we consider stomach-specific support. Let's assume that we have mastered the art of mealtime. We're taking our time to prepare a meal, we have found a minimally stressful place to sit down and eat it, and we're chewing properly and thoroughly. There are then a number of things we can do to support HCL production. 15 minutes before meals, we can drink a mixture of apple cider vinegar and water, lemon water, or use digestive bitters to stimulate hydrochloric acid production. We need to make sure we are getting enough water A good average to start with is half of your body weight in ounces, more if you're active. To increase our mineral intake and make our water more nutrient-dense, we can add a pinch of sea salt to our water. We should also try to avoid alcohol or irritating foods that damage the lining of our stomach and therefore decrease HCL production. And although we want to increase water intake, since we want a highly acidic stomach environment, We should avoid large amounts of water 15 minutes before and during our meal. We can also increase our consumption of protein. Most of us are not getting enough. You can aim for protein at breakfast, lunch, and dinner to be about the size of the palm of your hand. Remember, the presence of protein and the stretching of the stomach as the bolus enters is what triggers gastrin release and HCL production. Chronic stress can also lead to low acid production so we can adopt a meditation practice to target overall stress. What's so terrible about low stomach acid anyway? Proteins will not be properly broken down, and our food will not be disinfected. Any pathogens that may have entered our body in our food need to be destroyed in the stomach, and the stomach needs high levels of acidity to eliminate them. We do not want partially broken down proteins and pathogens to travel into the next phase of digestion. When the gastric phase is in peak form, the bolus churns with the gastric juices, and this liquid is now called chyme. This is where the gastric phase ends, and the chyme moves into the intestinal phase, which we will dive into tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining me today on Good Risings. I'm Annette from Abundance by Annette, helping you find abundance in nutrition, mindset, and movement. You can find me on Instagram at Abundance by Annette. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.